We're at Piece of Cake Bakery, and this is Street Talk with Dav and Rouge. Hello. Hello. And today, um, I'm very excited that we're we're at Piece of Cake Bakery with Sharon, who is the owner. Hello. Hello, and welcome to Piece of Cake Bakery. I'm glad you're here. Glad you're all here, too. It's a bit of a windy day, but uh, nevertheless, it's lovely. We've sat in a lovely table, and I, I went to buy, get some cake for us. Rebecca, what's the cake like? Because this is Rebecca Calderon who's here too. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, we've always known about Sharon from Piece of Cake and we've been following her around for years because her cake is so good. But now you can sit down and have a cup of tea and it's cool. It is cool and coffee too. And the carrot cake is delicious because it's like, I like it. It's not very sweet. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a homemade, very, very old recipe. Freshly made, of course, but it's a very old recipe and we've stuck to the same recipe because it's actually really, really nice. Yeah, It's it's delicious and it's not so empalagoso. So, yeah, and that's what, how I, you know, um, I don't like it. So sweet. So, yeah, um, we're all here to discuss topics that uh, concern us and that, uh, well, we'd like to get out. No, Dav? Dav isn't feeling very well today. Oh, really. Yeah, and we, we, we st- were distracted. keeping well clear. So don't, I've got don't, a- shall I tell you why I'm yes, distracted? Yes, of course, talk away. Because I've been really keen to read, like, a little paragraph from um, Marlboro Man. Okay. Tenegana, shall mm. I do it? Yeah, of course. The one that I like is the 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 one about um about the dad, his mate's dad, El Pantera. Mm. I love it. Or really? but, say, but I need to decide what I'm going to read. Have you so. read Marlboro Man, Sharon? I haven't. No, I'm, I'm okay. really intrigued. Now, Mark Sanchez's latest novel. Oh right, I've read all his books actually. Oh, you have well, read been really glad because it's right? a bilingual yes. version. Yes. The Marlboro yeah. Man. He yeah. listens yeah. to our podcast and it's brilliant. He listens I, to our podcast actually. Yeah, right. And yeah. we always mention him. Well, yeah. we have done before yeah, yeah, because yeah. we've all yeah. um, bought Marlboro Man. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, no, I've got it. I've read part of it, but I haven't read it all. I, I'm one of these people who picks up four books at a time and read four books at a time. Don't ask me why. You're the but man. I always do the same. <laughs> You're the man. Right? And I've read all these books. I think they are fantastic. They really are fantastic. Well, this um, one is fab. This one yes. is brilliant. It's yeah. very. So he was talking in, the, in his lecture. He gave yeah. a lecture on Friday at the I Literature Week, which I went to yeah. on Saturday, not Friday. Yeah. And he was talking about how he researched it. It took him two and a half years to write. Uh, and he researched, he, he spoke to actual Winston boys claro. who are now quite he thought he was going to have trouble getting information out of them Give and they were thrilled they to be able to talk about it Imagine. and he in fact he said he had so much he was going to write like una novela una novela like a little story about it but when he he got so much information that he thought this this deserves yeah. a proper novel okay and yeah. you, can tell, it. you can tell it's that he it's did. a fantastic novel I love it I, I, I read it did all in one go Version. No, I read the, the English version, and, version but it's fun. got a lot of Janito in it anyway. Yeah. In the yeah. uh, normally do, but I yeah, I read it in one go. Yeah. I couldn't put it down. It was and I just was so in that world yeah. and up here and and it was so sad. Yeah. Uh, I recommend that book. Don't were tell you, me what happens at the end because I still haven't finished, finished it. Were you here in Jim But it's an excellent, excellent read so far. Um, I was actually curious to see how he had got so much. It looked as if he was one of the. Un Claro. Enteramente. Enteramente. He was up. 
fabulous. That's what I'm he saying. He says he was asked. He says he was asked whether he'd um, yeah. been part of it because oh, yeah. he's, it's so descriptive it's and so brilliant. true to life yeah. that he said, of course, I, I, I didn't take part, but he spoke to a lot of the people who actually are quite chuffed that it's, this has all come out. And then he had one person who asked him why he'd done it, why he'd written a book on such a on such a subject. And he answered that it was like an iconic part of our of his growing one, up, of his of 80s in Gibraltar. Claro que sí. And he's a, an 100% Janito writer, mm. you know, and he had to, no, he wanted to, to... That has to be written about. You can't have a... You cannot have bits of your of your history and then sort of airbrush yeah. bits out that are a bit less palatable because that was true life. Well, that's it's a, 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 apparently you life. can because oh, it's been done yes, of course in other can. countries mm-hmm. that you think, really? But we're not going to do that because they're juicy stories. Oh, okay, they should do more. They should right. do like, for example, Tiempo de Mi Padre when they used to go to the tea dances and all that stuff mm-hmm. and how it mm-hmm. works and how you had to have a chaperone and, mm-hmm. and my mum went to the cinema with my dad and, and she refused to hold his hands just in case somebody from my mum's town found out it, yeah. I want to hear about those yeah. things it's, really, it's lovely hmm? it's lovely but it is lovely same, yeah. same. maybe another challenge for for Mark for Mr mm-hmm. Sanchez Mark has written a lot on, on a past history as well and it's mm-hmm. uh, obviously not history he's lived but he's also managed to capture what I assume is the essence of the time I mean he's absolutely brilliant with his history um, funnily enough that you say about um, having to sort of record and not forget when I mentioned it to my mother who is also a fan of, of Mark's writing she said but do we really want to remember all of that yes and I found that really interesting that she should say that she said I don't want to remember all of that it was a bad time in our history and I said no I think it's important that we do in fact my daughter wanted to read it she didn't live through it and she was really intrigued about well, it well, mm-hmm. the thing historically but other that, people can pick up on it, it which is, it's like you cannot negate yeah. the bad things exactly. just because they were unpleasant that's yeah. like the people who try to say that, that uh, the holocaust didn't happen no it I happened mean, and it was awfully punto the thing is you if, when you do read those books you, you can understand why people did that and some people are very judgmental about the people that did that and uh And I think it's wrong. It's good to find out why people did it. And not everyone uh, was bad and not everyone was violent no, and dangerous. And no. people came out of it and people died. I mean, yeah. there's tons and tons of stories of and that. The thing, and the thing is that we are coming full circle because mm. it's happening again. Cost of living oh, has still, gone up. Yeah, People are not managing. And some people are saying, ¿Qué hago? ¿Qué hago? I need to continue paying my bills and, and supporting my family. So if I have to, I might just have to. And sometimes there was a whole report on um, one of the news channels yesterday about how people in England at the moment are pawning their stuff. So they're going to pawn shops to pawn things like headphones and, uh, I don't know, jewelry, just to be able to pay their bills. It's very scary. I'm glad we don't have that here. But yes, we it, do. Not as bad, no? Better we do. But not as bad, do Better we do. Because, for example, Because the, what they did on GBC about the, the kitchen. What kitchen? The soup, soup kitchen. kitchen. Yes. Attendance has gone up. Yes. Yeah. Quite a Well, bit. I think Father Charlie's got a whole thing going on down at yeah. um, St. Vale. Teresa's, which is, he's built yes. just outside. It, it's is, all, it is happening. It maybe, is happening. Maybe not, a lot. You don't realize what is actually, and, until you're actually in it. That's right. I mean, we're very good at covering up these we things. Are. But there is a lot of things that are happening, and there is poverty, and there are there a lot yeah. of cases. And, 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 and we either don't want to know, or we're very good at covering it up, or because we, or, we're ashamed. Or we're not in that circle. Or we're not in that circle, and, and we only think that we live, that 
it's life is what we surround ourselves with but there are a lot of people who are badly off a lot of people and i know um, a couple who work in in the in nazareth house and work very hard day, three or four times a week and they have said like dav said that the attendance has increased mm. but yeah. of course i mean people are ashamed of that i mean yeah. who's going to admit to to going or yeah. needing or, mm. yeah. or whatever many of them at christmas they pick up their bags but clandestinely you know they Same. they go they grab the bags that are for them and, and just run away with it because they they're embarrassed but every christmas father charlie um gives out 200 or 300 it goes up every year oh, but I, 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 know I think the, it was last yeah. year yes so mm. I, i know the, so, the ev foundation is also this year yeah hmm? This sorry? year it'd be interesting to see. Yeah. yeah. See. See. I, I, I told my husband, sorry, I said, let's see what's going to happen because whoever is already struggling, they are either going to go over the poverty line or become very, very close to it because the way that things are progressing, no se puede. Yeah. No se puede. And they're not going to manage. Hmm. We're not going to manage, so we'll see what happens. We were on City Pulse last night, which was um, exciting. Every time we go, it's great fun. Rebecca, you do little stints there. In fact, we mentioned you. Oh, did you? Yeah, we did. I called you Fala, as usual. Oh, God. Yeah, Sorry. But then I did it, correct myself. It's okay, <laughs> Rebecca, we, we cannot were, negate history. Uh, one, thing, that, one thing I... I <laughs> ooh, Andre. <laughs> So, um, Kevin did ask the question, what do you think about Fabian going to all the um, housing estates at the moment? And I, and I, my answer was that I thought it was great, but that I thought that other ministers should be going as well. Now, can you give me an opinion on what you think about that? Obviously, there's an election looming. I missed that. I missed saying that last night. But I know. saw I saw something on Twitter this morning. I think it was Eric Rowbottom saying, "Oh, we've got a royal visit. There's there's, there's something happening in is it Varalbeck? And there's all the plant planters are being cleaned and all the tiles are being. And it's like, yeah. well, how can who organised that? Surely the, the chief minister, and surely shouldn't it be some of the other ministers? Yeah, that's Isn't exactly he, what I said. Having talks in, with Spain. Exactly what I thought. Okay, you know, let somebody else go round and look at the estates. Those ministers that you never see, and do they even come to the office? You see them in the Chronicle. You see them in the Chronicle. What do you think, Sharon? I mean, I, it's it's typical, isn't it? It's uh, election time, so it, it's something that we all know is going to happen. I, many of the estates probably welcome it. It means, uh, oh, they're going to clean up because the ministers are coming. But do the ministers really think that that is how it looks normally? That's what I'd like to know. Do they really think, oh, it looks as clean so they, and everybody is so welcoming? You reckon they just spruce it up every four years for this? Yeah, that's what they do, isn't it? That's what is done and every, everybody knows that. But, I mean, I'm sure the ministers know that it's spruced up for them. They must Of course do. they do. If we know, if we know, I'm assuming they would know. So, I mean, it's, it's I don't know, I, I find it a little bit false to, to do that. Maybe they should just turn up and, and see it as it is. But then again, it's, it's an election thing, so, yeah, it's to be expected. I find it very false. Why, why the chief minister... Of all, but there's other people that can go yeah. and do this. There's other ministers Why who nobody ever gets. And then he's got a bloke with him and then another bloke and a car and all that rubbish mm. and waste of money. Mm. You know, just just do do it. Make do sure it. all estates are treated properly all the time. True. I'm sure there's tons of residents yeah. writing letters and moaning all the time, just getting ignored. Yeah. And now mm. 
he turns up. Well, hopefully he'll be able to... Yeah. A little bit of irony. I remember when I had a place in Turnbull's Lane, which was full of rubbish, and the minister came to visit because we asked him to come over to see the rubbish, and the rubbish was cleared that day. <laughs> The actual irony, the street was pristine that day, hadn't been cleaned in about three or four years, and it was actually cleaned on that day, the day he came to see the rubbish. So You should have taken a video or something yeah, and showed well, I had, I maybe. They were fed up with my videos, yeah. my, my dirty videos. I think I'm going to do that outside my window, because yeah. it's quite something to watch the seagulls in action. It's like watching a David Attenborough documentary about seagulls, yeah. purely on seagulls, because yeah. they're clever. Yeah. They know how to pick, where to pick, yeah. and they start picking things out. Yeah. And before you know it, the whole street is strewn with yeah. with um, your everyday household rubbish. That's because we don't have a proper rubbish system in Gibraltar. Well, Dad was quite surprised that you can put rubbish into Main Street. No, it's Something, not, it's, it's not that I'm to. surprised. It's that why? Mm. What does it? Why can't I, where I live, put it on the street? Okay. Well, I don't know. commercial rubbish, isn't it? No, is no. It no, everyone. Everyone. So you I live in Main Street, so I've got a mouthful of carrot cake. <laughs> Where do you uh, put your rubbish? Well, most of the time I come up here to Engineer Lane. Yeah, to the big bins. Yeah, yeah because I recycle everything. Mm. Mm. So I walk up here, and while I'm at it, I get the rubbish and I chuck it in the bin, and then I do the recycling around the corner. Mm. But most people in the area, yeah. just my mum who's elderly who can't come up here, will just put it in the street. Right, okay. There are three or four different spots from the end of the road yeah. where the perfume shop is all the way up to the where the other shop is near the chemist. <laughs> Not to mention all the shops, but... Yeah. So these are, you say so the spots, but what are there they? There are four special spots. Well, for example, the Rock of Gibraltar that's right outside my yeah. door, yeah. apart from being like a peeing ground for dogs. Oh, and we're not going to mention the peeing oh because the staff doesn't like it. That is where... Oh, Albert! We're recording. We're recording street talk. Are you? Yes, you've got very good opinions. <laughs> we'll have to do it another day. Well, of different things. Of visitors coming to Gibraltar, for example. Oh, did you read my article? We did, but we should maybe talk about it another day. <laughs> anyway, we're talking to Albert Frioni. I always follow you. Thank you, Albert. You know that. <laughs> so yeah, we're just talking about um, the, the where to place rubbish in Main Street and how disgusting it looks. So the pillar, as I was telling Sharon, the, the pillar of Gibraltar right outside my door, that is a dumping ground for rubbish. Read my article. We need to read your article. I did read it about how it's looking filthy. Yes, but there's a, apparently there might be allegedly an election next year, so now everything's getting spruced up. See, until the next 15 years, because they painted a little wall, and then when the until the next 20 years, like that banister along Europa Road, they built, they, they replaced the banister along Europa Road, and it hasn't been touched or maintained in 15 years. Well, have you yeah. seen the banister? Uh, I'm gonna no, it's filthy. Yeah. No. When you when you drive down or up Europa Road, see how thin banister. Yeah. Okay. It's disgusting. Mm. Have you been to the cemetery? Because we talked about this oh, on City Pulse last night. The cemetery is really it's terrible, and the dirt. It's, it's everything. Everywhere on Gibraltar. Yes. Filthy. The grime. There's another little example, and I always look at it. You know the wall adjacent to the old health centre. Yes. Center, with the water tonic you know, yes. That in a round, yeah. All that, the, all the, the railings. I'm not joking. It hasn't been painted since I was in the base high school. Oh, yeah. 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah. In 40 years. Now, let's be 
also the grand battery I think we should arrange another day and you come and sit here with us and you can give us your opinion fantastic yeah it's the government who's supposed to get them back together they come well that's what we're saying projects Oh, we can all state of the art this and state mm. of the art that. Mm. But there's no maintenance. No, there isn't. Um, Look, do you remember the uplighters they, they, they placed along uh, Lionel Road? The open uplighters yeah. and the scraping of the walls. Remember the uplighters was installed by the GSD government. They haven't been maintained. They're not working. Yeah. I mean, I can go on. Yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're in this bakery now. Um, and enjoy there are quite your afternoon. Thank you. Thank enjoy you. your Bye. cakes. Bye. 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 And we, uh, as I was sitting here, I'm just noticing that there are cars coming um, um, up and down, bikes. Does, that, does this bother your trade, Sharon? Well, it does. It, it, is, it can get very noisy. And it's also all the fumes. Obviously, we're sitting at uh, road level. So, I mean, we've got some cover with the plants around us. But yes, I mean, of course, it would be ideal if, if it was pedestrianized. And there are many areas that should be pedestrianized. Well, yes. this is what we wanted to talk about. One of the reasons I brought Rebecca in today, because um, you, well, tell us, you've got, a, you've got an idea, which I think is a great idea, and I'm happy to back you up. Well, based on chatting to my friends that live in this area when oh, people that have got businesses and the fact that I used to live here a long time ago and I use this area. I walk around a lot around Cornwall's and City Mill Lane. There's no pavement and there's cars and they rev up City Mill Lane and it's it's mainly uh, not, not uh, residents that are doing that. You can see and... People that live around here said that during COVID, it was absolute bliss living around here. There was, their windows were clean, the fumes, there was no fumes in the air, the, the noise levels had all gone down. And so what people are saying is let's pilot a scheme, and I know that Minister Paul Balban is really up for this, uh, where you pedestrianise, just like Main Street is, an Irish town, deliveries up until 10 o'clock, and then pedestrianise during the day, so apart from permit holders of people that that you know residents that need to get to the the, well, the two car because there is a car park up city Millane. the city Millane in the car the park engine yeah. and, and the same thing those yeah. people can have like passes in their windscreens and so it can get like monitored or policed or whatever and then uh, you do it like that like See, you did with main street crutchets <laughs> ramp it's being done i think it could be done over here as well it's, it's a good idea yeah yeah um, it's not pedestrianized like you can't see that it's obviously pedestrianized but i'm not allowed up i live up there and i'm not allowed up uh, from a certain time i think it's after seven and before i'm not i'm not sure of the times so whenever we do our shopping or whatever we do it at certain times and mm. in the same way they've done it there i don't see any reason why they can do it here as well what do you think i'm all for it i i'm always going on about the fact that i don't use my car that much in jib we walk everywhere if anything i use my my motorbike if anything but okay, I remember when, when they said about pedestrianizing Main Street and everybody was up in arms, it made a hacky tam. Yeah. People said, oh, I it was actually members of parliament at the time, opposition members saying, oh, so-and-so won't be able to go and buy a TV 
in Main Street and pick it up in their car anymore. And it was like, well, how many TVs are you and people how often, buying? How often and are you going to buy these make, you know, deliver hundreds them and, of yeah, TVs? Yeah, and it, I mean, it was the best thing that ever happened, wasn't it? Casemates, car park. Yeah. People were complaining, oh, you know. Yeah. It's changed the whole of but it, But it's changed. It changes the yeah. issue. It's beautiful. Look at all the things that you're seeing. Oh, and Is it good? Is it working? No. Entonces, ¿qué pasa? We could have this whole area with with uh, street cafes and nice things can. out on the street. You see it everywhere. Of course you can. And, you, go, uh, you, go, you go on holiday. You go on holiday in Europe to Menorca, to Mallorca, yeah. to uh, anywhere. It's all pedestrianized and it's, it's all, mm. uh, all the tables and chairs and it's lovely and it's quiet and it's clean. A ver, ¿por yeah. qué no? Yeah. yeah. Why can't exactly. do the same? Looking for insurance? At Ibex Insurance, we can look after your car, your home, your pet and your boat. And when you need to get away from it all, we can ensure you're travelling too. We also work with different medical insurers, so we can help you to find the right cover to suit you and your family's needs. Visit us at 68 Irish Town, Monday to Friday, 9am to 5.30pm, or Saturdays, 10 till 2pm. You can email us at gibraltar at ibexinsure.com or call 200-446-28 or you can visit our website at www.ibexinsure.com. So talking about uh, going on holiday, have any of you been to Ibex Insurance for your travel needs, for your travel insurance or any other insurance? Uh, no. Well, <laughs> you should, because they've got fantastic deals going on all the time. And they sponsor the show. Ah, right. Okay. We've got lots well, of goodies, right? Last week. Last week. Last time. Soon, so I'll definitely contact them. Uh, Ibex, right? Ibex, Ibex Insurance, Insurance in Irish Town. Okay. 68 wow. Irish Town. That's very good. Ibex Insurance. You see? The they sponsor our show. And they gave us, last week we were in Main Street, Dav and I, we sat on the bench. And as everybody went by, they gave us all these goodies to give away. Like little things for, for dogs when you Take carry the, the poo bags. bags. Oh. Yeah. And there was a They were really charges. kind. Yeah. Yeah, like, they gave us loads quite of stuff. A lot of, it was very good. Quite a lot of merch. Yeah. But yeah, we always give them a little plug in the yeah. show yeah. <laughs> just to, just to yeah. say thank you for sponsoring us because we're grateful. So yeah, um, another topic. What do you think? Uh, today I've taken a photo uh-huh. of um, cat food on a plastic. I mentioned it on City Pulse. Hidden behind a tree. Now, I saw it yesterday and it was there again today. The food had all dried up. It hadn't been eaten by anybody. It was still there. The plastic is polluting. Nobody had removed it. I don't know what, what to think about it. It was full of flies, uh, right? It wasn't full of flies. I don't know what was on it. It was, seemed like fried onions. I didn't get close enough to look okay. or s- right. smell, okay. but... I mean, there are cat feeders in different areas. I know it's very difficult. Gibraltar is small. Where do you put them where it won't bother? I mean, I don't want it on my doorstep, but then you end up putting it on someone else's doorstep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a cat feeder nearby uh, my bakery here. Um, it could be placed somewhere else, but it is a problem for us, quite honestly. I mean, and we do have a lot of cats in the area that come, but cats will always find food wherever you put it. So, I mean, I'm hoping that it will be re- put somewhere else where it's not near the bakery because honestly it is a health hazard for us. Have you spoken to somebody about it Sharon? I have spoken I mean the environmental health have been have seen it know about it um, I don't know if anything has actually been done but it's been there since I opened uh, a few months ago. Well the cats being fed in this area has been going on for years because my husband's aunt used to live here and she used to come and feed them and then when she passed away it was left other people used to come. On the, on the other hand 
Maybe if you didn't have the cats here, you would have roaches and mice. Yeah, but at the moment have cat pee. Historically, all... Yeah, um, no, I mean, and that is something that, that is great. All wineries in, yeah. and, yeah. and uh, whiskey, whatever and they call They're very lazy, in, they're in, being fed. They're being lazy, that's the whole thing. I mean, yes, it, they, they do uh, keep the other pests away, yeah. but not if they're being fed. I See, mean, they still do. The hunt is I mean, still I've there. I've got a, a rubbish bin nearby as well, which I don't think that the few cats that are in the area can handle all the rubbish and yeah. other pests. I I don't know. I mean, yes, we, we know that they, they deal with pests, but not enough, unfortunately. So I love cats myself. No, nothing against cats. I love cats myself. And I don't know what the solution is. But, uh, I mean, it's very difficult to put a cat feeder anywhere, really, because it's always someone's doorstep. Oh. Yeah. Over here, see, it's very difficult. What do you think, Rebecca? You're looking a bit glum. You've got some nice chocolate cake in front of you. Oh, I'm wiped out. I'm on a chocolate, you know, sort of death by chocolate, to use an 80s (laughs) phrase. And, uh, well, I like like cats. We've got a stray cat that we took in at Europa Point, and it's a good old rat catcher. Mind you, you get the odd massive rat outside your front door now and again. But not in the house. They're not in the house. So... uh, yeah, I, I think that everyone's got a fair point there. Uh, but yeah, maybe this should be a rethink about where the feeders go, because there must be places that are not so residential and uh, or near residential. You know, there must be. I can see from my own eyes an alternative already from not being outside the bakery's kitchen. You don't want that. So, yeah, I, but I think it's good. You do get these people, they do it out of the kindness of their hearts, and they yeah. go and feed. feed. But I, I hope they're not leaving bits of plastic everywhere. That would be a worry. I, but I, I think that's an isolated incident. That's mm. somebody who likes um, cats or animals, not necessarily for a cat, and, and they've. Mm. it's an old-school thing that has yeah. always been done, and mm. maybe they don't see the other side of it. Mm. They just mm. want to feed a cat. Mm. I don't know, perhaps an yeah. old lady. Yeah. So changing the subject completely. Yesterday, I was I caught a bus to work, and I was sitting, well, standing in the bus stop, and there was this gentleman there who recognised me and said, "Oh, you're the person on TV." I said, "Yes, but I also have a really good podcast." He said, "Oh, maybe you can mention that." Um, I, for I, because I, we were talking, and then he said, I, I don't go to Spain at all. I said, what do you mean? He said, on principle, I do not go to Spain. Now, this is a man no, in no, his no. late 60s. I know, I know a lot of people like this. Right? And he, he's, you know, relatively young, able to enjoy. Sorry about the noise. It's like, like a truck. Um, anyway, I was surprised that a man of that age... Uh, would would not go to Spain at all. I said, so so. what about the nice restaurants? He said, there are nice restaurants in Gibraltar. Si, si, si. He, and I si. asked him, well, what about, you know, going somewhere for some tapas? He said, I can do that in Gibraltar. Now, it was really refreshing to hear. Because then you, get, then you get out of the... Well, it was, <laughs> was refreshing it? to hear that he enjoys, he enjoys going out that. in Jib and that there are places in Jib that are enjoyable, oh, well, which, is, which like is true, which is true. Sad. But he, I said, but don't you miss like the going to Spain? He said, well, I get a plane and I go to London and I go to London quite often. Lucky old hen didn't afford that. You know, but how petty! What do you think? No Lots of people of I a certain generation who I, don't, I don't go. My mother is not very keen on going. She's still not keen. When the frontier opened, she didn't go for. I mean, it was pedestrian traffic for what for two two years before we opened, and fully. And and I think that's when she went in the third year, whatever. We didn't go at all in the time when the frontier was closed. I mean, it was against my mother's principles, and that she would 
wouldn't go at all. And I still know people who don't go now. I mean, they say they don't miss it. They don't, they don't know. I mean, if they don't know, they don't miss it. You know, I mean, I, I don't go that often, but I do. I do enjoy going out. I mean, we do tend to feel a bit claustrophobic yes. here and we go to different places with the kids, you know. So I do enjoy going every now and then. Gav is not, is not happy I'm with not. It, any of it. Let's not let's not lead our lives according to what some politicians silly. who are super far away who know nothing at, at of the area. At the end of the day, they are our neighbors and they are right there. I mean, we have to get on with them. But okay, they, we know? do, and yeah. they don't care. The yeah. only people that care are the ones that are not even remotely close to here. Mm. Yeah. The ones who are Did here. I tell you that I bumped in, went for for dinner in Lalinia a couple of Fridays ago, and bumped in <laughs> and rubbed mayor. shoulders with, with the, the mayor. mayor. I've met and him. we're chatting there with him, and He's really yeah, my nice. husband yeah. went over and said. Oh, you know, and he came to our table, and he was he was really uh, nice, really personable, yeah. and he was with his mates, and yeah, I go over there a lot, just over there. Did, I, you, did, you, see, did you see his interview? It. Yeah, and he said, city pulse, yeah. he was asked, "What's it like?" And he said, "Well, what's it like with you guys and your yeah, neighbours? Yeah, no, yeah. we get along well, us two. Yeah, no, yeah. what about when, when we have a bit of rivalry for this and that? But it's fine. I, and there's people from over here who've married people from over there. Exactly. Why? He made a lot of sense. We need more of that." We need more people. There's, I think there's a different generation now and people need to, you know, not be ashamed to say that they go there and they like it. And, I'm uh, not ashamed. You know, I know. It's a, I it's like a it. beautiful it's country. A it has a lot to offer. Yes. And there are plenty of people yeah. who are happy to associate themselves with us and, and we cannot live our lives. Obviously, we cannot forget, of course not. And we cannot mm. stop standing for what is right. But let's not get um, confused Let's not confuse politics with what yeah. is the day-to-day. And, 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 and you do get sick of it. I mean, if you lived in, in some town in, in in Spain, you wouldn't stay in that town all, all the time. The You'd time. go to another town, wouldn't you? And it's just like changing a bit. Because this, this, scenery going this, this psychological barrier that the frontier creates yeah. Yeah. is rubbish. Mm. We're right here. And it's such a shame and there's so much that we can enjoy and so much that we can learn from each other. Yes. But we've got this thing of... Uh, Aparte de que we've also got the very, very selfish mentality. No, no, I'm Spanish, blah, blah, blah. But if I could get something cheaper, I'm definitely going over. Mm. Para eso sí. Mm. The, the, the mentality de siempre. What is, what is good for me? I'm all right, Jack, but at the moment mm. que no, oof, no, 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 no. That's very selfish and it's very sad. But I think young people do go over. I don't think any young people are. I think this is the older generation who felt the pain uh, during the frontier closure that are, are more opposed to it. I don't think that a younger generation does deny. I don't know. There I don't are. know. Do people either. still go out like in the in the square in La Línea? We'll I remember say. years ago when I we'll first moved back to gym, uh, we used to go square. out in the square and to I don't, I different know. pubs. And exactly that. Do people still go? It's better actually. Uh, well, I, I don't know. And then I have to go out well, it sounds like with you. It Rebecca. sounds like you do. I, I, don't. I know some younger people. I'm in bed do. by nine, so they still I wouldn't go know. to that Molly Blooms and all that. I mean, remember in my day, in our day, it was the Rovers' return. Remember that? No, where was that? In La Línea. Yeah. It's called Maybe the Rover's Return. Remember. Oh God, it was. I, mean, I don't remember. I used to go to the Chupito Wasn't place. Wasn't there one called Chocolate? See, si. that's where I used to si. go. Yeah, the Chupito, Chupito de Lollipop. It's even better now. There's, um, there's everything's pedestrian. Si, we have to go. I think and it's lovely there. And then I went to this really weird. I won't call it a nightclub. This place called Vogue, which I Vogue V O double G, but it's mm -hmm. I think it's just Vogue, but in mm -hmm. like Vogue, it is Vogue, Vogue, Vogue but in Spanish. <laughs> 
you go in there and it's the weirdest place. You've got to go in Vogue. It's near near the cathedral mm-hmm. and it's just and it's full of older people. I felt young in there. Oh, right, and so they're all in there they're all in there drinking and dancing. And it's all like quite lit up and it's not seedy, but it's just people from Lilinia and some Gibraltarians. And it was just a, a really loud music, but I it was. We it was you need a, to go to Vogue. It's a fact-finding mission for yeah, street yeah. talk. Oh God, the, uh, shall clipboard. we Shall we do a clipboard and notes? And, and, and then yes, talk right, about yes. it. Yes, Rebecca, take a photo, Rebecca. Let's document this. That, um, it's a ghost town in Gibraltar on, on Saturday nights and Saturdays. And I mean, there's just nobody here. But it's Gibraltarians obviously wanting to have the nightlife, wanting to have the their afternoon teas and their coffees and their cakes and their ice cream and all that. But in Spain, mm. not here. I know, why? And they keep on calling, why, why don't shops open later? Why don't they do this? Why? Because we try, but no, everybody goes away. Okay. So, I mean, much as we try, I mean, uh, myself, I've tried opening on Sundays, opening late on Saturdays. It's for nothing. I mean, at least, I mean, how long can I carry on doing it? And how many of us have to do it so that people stay? People so how like can we create stay. or how can somebody somewhere create an ambiente so that people stay here. What needs to be done? It's a culture thing. It's I very difficult. We don't, I mean, we, we are bothered by music. They seem to sort of embrace it. Yeah. I mean, look at the feria that they have all week with, with their loudspeakers and well, We have it too. But we have it yes. too. But, and, and, and all the people in, mid, in what's it called, in and, uh, yeah. Midtown, not yeah. Midtown. We, it's just a culture thing, I think. I, I mean, it would take a huge culture shift for us to, to accept um, things that, yeah. that the Spanish readily accept. I also don't. think that the, that lots of us do go over there at the weekends. So you're over there, so you don't do that afternoon tea thing over there, and it just makes a change. I don't know what it was like when the frontier was closed. I wasn't here, and I would have been too sort of young anyway. But it's yeah, uh, yeah it's it is a, it's, it's a culture well, the thing. The frontier closed the year we were born. Uh, yeah, you yeah. And me. we were 13 when it opened. Yes. Um, so I didn't know anything. No, me. Um, okay, apparently, our, our, apparently, it was a lot of fun. What? They did a lot of things. There was a lot of community. There was a lot of driving around. And driving, driving around, around. And picnics. And picnics. And there was also a lot of um, activities as yeah. well. So in Lots that sense. Lots of people went to Morocco. The men. A lot of people from Morocco came here. They put the workforce to work here. It's a so. different generation anyway. I mean, people didn't spend that much money or had as, as much disposable income. It was a, a different time anyway. So, I mean, you cannot compare if a frontier closed now to when the frontier was closed then. People didn't go out as much. People used to go out to Al Monte or for a picnic. Yeah. I think uh, one thing that I've always noticed as and as I get older I notice it even more is the fact that they don't cater for everyone ¿vale? entonces you just get something for the young people and then and not even the young people we're talking about 20s late 20s early 30s entonces it's always the same and it's always the same thing and it's uh, repeat 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 and what I've suggested for example in the past several things una tontería like I want to go and have a dance about, but I'm too tired to go out on a weekend because I've got little kids. So why don't we do it in the afternoon? And we have a laugh and we have a couple of drinks and we have a a bit of a a dance around and then you can go home. Or Saturdays, Saturdays. One Saturday is 80s. Another Saturday is 70s. Another Saturday, and it caters for the entire market. But it means that by the time you've come round to your era again, it's been like six weeks. Mm. 
So you don't mind? It's not too bad. You've recovered. You've recovered from that hangover that lasted for three weeks. But they're not interested. If you think about the fact that you can go on a Saturday and dance to the stuff that you danced when you were younger, or whatever, and then um, your, your, your parents can go and do a 50s night and have a bit of a dance. Yeah, you have to wait until the, that one Christmas party if you happen to work yeah. somewhere yeah. that has a and Christmas party. And if you can be party. bothered to go, because, for yeah. example, I... I don't want to go. I don't like, I don't particularly love Christmas. I don't want to go to the Christmas party. I want it to be a more casual thing. I just want to be relaxed and just and just have a bit of a laugh. But no, it's so, it's so restrictive. You need to go to Vogue. <laughs> and I think, and also, I think we have to it go to Vogue. It opens quite early. It's, it's not like it's a late, you don't have to be there at 3 a.m. But it's too far away, Rebecca, no puedo. Yeah, I think we're going to have to organize a night out. I'm telling you, it's and not that far away. And see and experience research, it. Research. Yeah, for and research purposes. So we've been talking for more than half an hour, so you we've got to wrap it up now, I think. Let me look at the time. Yeah. Um, thank and you very much, Aaron. These two are carrying You're on. You're mad. Yeah, yeah. Thank you Night for joining us. Thank you very much for coming here. I mean, it's uh, honestly <laughs> lovely to have you all here. We must do it again. I've enjoyed I've enjoyed it very much. Have you, Dad? I have. Just another day when I'm feeling better, I'll have cake. Yes. Well, we'll have one. We're quite happy to have the cake for, aren't we? Oh, it's wonderful. It's been great. It's been nice. Thanks yeah, for joining lovely. us. Lovely. I love it here. I love Sharon's new shop. We'll, we'll do it again. Chill, yes. Eh? It's my first time sitting down and, yeah. and it's super It's a really nice. Really yeah. nice. I haven't sat here either. I walk past every day and I always say to mum, let's come and have a cup of tea one day. We're doing after tea now. I know. We saw. We saw. We saw. We saw. We <laughs> yeah, we better go. Ciao. Street Talk was produced by Charlie Hurst, sound engineer. Check out his website, soundunit.co.uk. Thank you to Ibex Insurance in Irish Town for sponsoring the show. You can contact them on 200 77823. Please rate and drop comments on your favourite listening platforms and let us know what you think of the show. And also note that all views expressed are our own.